Hey guys, welcome back. And this is Inside Fitness Presents Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. And today we're talking about overtraining. Is it a myth? Is it a fact? Is it both? What do you think? Both. That's an interesting concept. I, I think it's a fact. I think it's a fact as more and more as time goes on because uh, we don't know when to stop because we have to get our Insta pictures ready because we have <laughs> to get to work and we've got 15 minutes to train. So let's do it four times a day instead of three times a day or whatever we do. Um, not a myth. What do you think? It's not a myth. I mean, it can be, okay, hold on. I said both because I believe it can be both. It can be both in the sense okay. that overtraining is only a myth in the sense that, sorry, uh, overtraining is facts when you don't recover. And you don't allow your body to recover like what you said it's a myth in the sense that if you're recovering fine you can train twice a day you can train seven days a week you don't need to have a rest day but you do need to rest well to be able to progress onward okay. with what you're doing and that's why i say both um in the sense that overtraining is a myth i think a lot of that comes from if we're talking about your average lifestyle person who just wants to get fitter they want to you know look good on the beach that kind of thing or they want to you know not training for a sport not training for a competition or anything they um they may look at things on the internet and be like larry wheels trains seven times a week you know he's he's doing like 30 sets of squats per workout i should be able to do that because i want to be like larry wheels i want to get stronger and i want to look like him or something like that and that that's dangerous because again, we know these guys are not maybe necessarily natural. Um, we also know, and the reason I use him because he's admitted to it. Um, we also know that uh, they're freaks of nature. I mean, they have a different goal than what you may have. Like this Insta celebrity who has six pack year round has been in bodybuilding competitions or as a sports athlete or whatever, they're training very specifically and they can train six, seven times a week because that is their job to do so. It's not your job to train to look good. So you get distracted by the facts that you really want to reach your goal in three months so you can jump on the beach in a, in a swimsuit and look like you're ripped God or ripped goddess. And uh, you lose sight of the fact that you actually need to take a rest day once in a while. You need to actually feed your body well enough so you can recover from that workout that you did. But you're too caught up in wanting to lose the weight or maybe you're too caught up in wanting to gain the muscle. So you're like, oh, I don't need to eat as much. I just need to get the right protein in. And, you know, I'll be on 1200 calories a day, 1500 calories overtraining. You're going to crush yourself or sorry, you're going to break yourself down and you're, you're not eating properly either. And you're screwed. Yeah. That's where it's the truth. Okay. I, I think that's it. It's a very good point because there are very many of those people around. Um, nobody realizes what a professional life is like, you know, uh, I imagine that if you get picked up by oxygen, for example, and you go off to train, um, you know, you are up and you are worked out and then you are fed and then you have a nap. Oxygen gym is a gym in Dubai where bodybuilders go and train clarification <laughs> and vice versa and, or not vice versa. It just continues that way through the day. You can get three workouts in, in a day, but you have no other distractions. You have nothing else to do. And they tell you what to do and give you the food. Yeah. But if you're the guy who has a job eight hours a day, is trying to train to achieve the same kind of goals, highly unlikely. You can't push yourself that way. Because you have to go to work. You have to go home. You probably have kids or whatever that you have to deal with as well. A regular life, it doesn't allow for it. And so, yeah, 
overtraining for that guy is a reality. It is. You know? Yeah. And other things. And other things. Yeah. I mean, personal anecdotal experience. I was bodybuilding before and my life revolved around the competition scene. And I was making sure that I had the proper rest. I had the proper workouts and like I was doing two and a half hour workouts a day plus cardio on top of that. There was times I was training like four hours a day uh, between yeah. cardio and workouts because I really do. I mean, I did it because I enjoyed working out. I love working out. Um, but my whole day was centered around that. I would train clients as one way. I would do like my online clients and all that stuff. Like that's just the way things went. Um, and then I switched over to bodybuilding or sorry, from bodybuilding to boxing about a year ago or a couple of six months, whatever it was. Uh, basically since the start of COVID it's been going on so long. I can't even remember. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> I switched over to boxing. Well, that was a nice uh, little yeah, train of thought. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, I switched over to boxing again because it, it was something I very much enjoyed when I was younger. So I was like, I want to get back into this. It's more fun, uh, personally right now. So I got back into boxing and I was like, I'm going to keep the workouts up six times a week for my weights. And I'm going to do five boxing sessions a week because I'm Superman. Cause I was doing, you know, two and a half hour weightlifting sessions or two hour weightlifting sessions. Plus I was doing like an hour and a half of cardio a day. So what's an extra cardio for the boxing? And what if I just cut down my weight workouts to one hour a week or one hour a day, I should say. I was burnt out within the first week. It's tough. It's a totally different, uh, it's a totally different uh, scene of uh, training. So it, my body was not used to it. So I burnt out and I, I ended up getting sick and I had to take some time off because I overtrained. I, I couldn't recover properly because my body wasn't used to it. I had to build up to it. Even now I'm only doing four to five times a week of weight training and I'm doing four times a week of boxing training. And I'm like tapped out by the end of the week. Cause I'm giving my 100% intensity each workout I go through now. Am I overtraining right now? No. If I add in an extra day, would I be most likely hundred percent? I would be, and I wouldn't be as effective. I wouldn't be recovering well. So the muscle, the weight loss, whatever I'm trying to do, my performance would suffer again. Right now, I don't care about muscle gain or weight loss. I care about performance. So my performance would suffer and, uh, I wouldn't be able to spar well. I wouldn't be able to hit a bag well. And that is overtraining. If you notice your decline, everybody has an off day. Everybody has a bad one, two, three days once in a while. Like it happens. But if you notice for a trend that like, oh shit, two weeks in and I'm already tired by the first workout or sorry, the first exercise I do, or I'm just like, I'm exhausted when I wake up in the morning or my muscles are constantly sore. You are overtraining. I, I same thing. I mean, I've, I've been training six days a week. I mean, the seventh day is a bit of a rest. Although if I could fit in a two to three hour bike ride, I would do that during the warm weather. Um, so I, I've got that routine down pat. And as it got colder, I decided to add swimming to the routine. Well, three times a week of swimming for an hour each time on top of the weights, it was too much. I have to cut something back. The first day I did a full leg workout and then swam for an hour. My legs were thrumming. They were thrumming from, from electrically. I just didn't know what I was doing anymore. That's overtraining. I can't eat enough to keep the calories on that I need to get the good out of that. I can't perform. And if I'm falling asleep all the time, I'm not performing in my real life either. And that's important to me. Yeah. And then 
Yeah, I just want to cover briefly the overtraining is a myth when it comes to the point. If you're able to recover from all of this, then no, overtraining is not a myth. Do I still believe, I mean, personally, do I believe everybody should take a full day off? Yes. Does that mean you don't do anything on that day? Absolutely not. You do an active recovery day. You still keep your calories pretty much the same as what you're doing through the week. You grow when you're resting. You lose weight when you're, uh, when you're recovering. Mm. I mean, sleep is one of the most important things for your rest. Obviously, yeah. calorie deficit. But um, aside from that, sleeping recovery is very important for losing weight, Absolutely. gaining weight. It's that's just fact. Um, it's very important to be able to take a break and step away. I think also for the fact too, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a sports athlete, if you're a bodybuilder, if you're just the average Joe on the street who just wants to lose or gain a bit of muscle or weight, um, it doesn't matter. I think you need to have a life outside of fitness. If you're if all you can do is eat, sleep, and train. I mean, sure, that's cool. That's what you enjoy. 100% go for it. But I still think you need to have something outside of that, just like anything, you know, just like anything. You're, you're not just a lawyer. You have other hobbies that you may do outside of law. You're not just a doctor. You don't just do heart surgery every day. You will have other hobbies outside of that, whatever it might be. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, just because, you know, if your sport is boxing, maybe your hobby is golf. And that's something that, it, uh, that's something you could do as well. It doesn't matter what it is. I just think for, for overall development, including physical and mental, again, that's what we talk about here is physical, mental. It's the all encompassing. What is fitness? I think you need that to develop as a person and develop to be better Absolutely. in your, in your choosing, uh, in your chosen sport or, um, whatever you want to call it. But. Uh, and absolutely. I mean, I know that for just before a show, um, or now as I'm starting to get ready for triathlons before a race, I'm going to become much more narrowed in my scope. I'm going to, you have to focus in on what you're doing, but you can't live a life focused that way. When the show is done, I have to open myself up to reality again and have the other experiences that life brings. You can't do that. And overtraining is it's, it's, it's difficult physically, but it's also difficult mentally. I mean, before my last show, my marriage was really rocky because I was not happy. I like to eat. And when I start training and eating the way I have to just before a show, I'm not a pleasant person. In fact, oh, from really? now on, I go and I get into a hotel. I would spend <laughs> the last two weeks before a show in a hotel. So, um, you know, you have, overtraining is not just the physical things. It's all the other things that go along with it. How you will lose out on certain things if you if you overtrain exactly. in the field. Yeah, and that's where the slip ups come. You need to be well balanced all around. I mean, I don't care if you're a family person or not. If you have a family, then you need to be there for your family. You need to still be there for your friends. You still have to have some sort of relationship with people by the end. Your your show or your sport or your game is going to be over at some point. And you're going to be in the off season training for the next one. Or if you're an average person you know you what is the goal if you're trying to be in great shape for beach season okay but what if you have no personality or no friends to go out with or no family to want to hang out with you anymore just because you were so focused on training and that one goal that all you did was say no to everybody that's inviting you out and you said no to everybody that said uh you know i mean we're kind of getting off topic from from what we originally started with, but that's that's the reality of things. But I, I think, are we? Because the, the, the topic of overtraining is not necessarily 
just the physical overtraining. Yeah, yeah and you're right. There's I mean, the, that's a the great mental point. social overtraining as well. Yeah, and I think actually mentally overtraining is worse than the physical. The physical you can recover from a lot easier. You take a nap and you eat some food and you're good to go. Yeah. You know, you take a day off, two days off, whatever it comes down to. Uh, mentally overtraining though, and that's just how your mindset shifts while you're doing all that sort of stuff. And it's hard to break, break that habit and break that feedback loop. We've been there. We've both been there. I'm sure a lot of people listening have been there as well. You know, you, you watch the intensity of guys like Jocko Wilkins, who's a ex uh, SEAL team six commander, commando commander. I don't know. Anyways, you watch a lot of these guys, um, anybody who's in the military and they'll tell you the same thing. I mean, it takes years to break out of that habit of, you know, what they were drilled and instructed to do for years. Exactly. And it's not healthy. I mean, they'll tell you that. <laughs> you ask any guy who's no, it, it accomplishes a purpose. Exactly. For the organization for which you work. Yeah. If you if you ask any guy who's out of the military for a couple of years or hell, I mean, my brother's still in the military. If you ask him what he's uh, if uh, you know what his training was like at the start, he's like, oh yeah, it's for the purpose, but is it good for you? Eh. Does it accomplish what it needs to accomplish? hundred percent. And again, tr- overtraining may accomplish what you need to what need for it to accomplish, which is get you to your goal, but you're going to break down at some point. Your body's going to, it's going to stop on you. You know, you're not going to be able to lift the weight. You're not going to be able to perform. And worst of all, your mental state just goes to shit. Yeah. There's never- a reason why people get depressed after their show. Yeah, or after game or theatrically, same thing. When I was when I was doing theater, a show would end. And after all that build up and getting ready, getting ready, ah, focus, ah, on stage, closing night. Who am I? What is my life? Yeah. Because there's nothing outside of it. There's no exactly. And I mean, at least with you know, at least with uh, competitions or sports or something like that, or hopefully if you're an actor, there's something after that. There's the next thing. You better have another show coming up. <laughs> there's the next thing. And that's what you look forward to. I mean, I have a fight coming up in February and then I got another one in April. So if I win, lose, hell, I'm not going to lose that. I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I win the fight. I go on to the next one. And then there's, there's always, but I also have my life outside of that. I have my life outside of that. And there's always stuff I'm going for that, if I lose one of these things, I will be able to shift and train myself with the other thing. You know, I lost well, body when you lose, if you lose, when you lose, you learn by losing and you become better at it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking with, you know, I lost bodybuilding during COVID because I didn't have access to a gym. I had dumbbells and a bench. And unfortunately I just got depressed and I hated what I was doing. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have too. I was able to train my mindset to shift from bodybuilding into the boxing. And thankfully I was able to do that pretty fast, but that's what I got into. And what if I lose boxing? Okay. I go to the next thing. You can't just sit there and wallow in the pity of, I really wanted to train and I gave it my all and nothing happened. And that's why overtraining can really lead you down a deep hole on the mental side of things. Screw the physical. Cause we know we can get out of it. The mental side of things can really screw you up. Absolutely. So there you go, guys. So don't do it, guys. That's our speech for the day. And Ryan. The golden mean. Follow us. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. If you have any questions, any uh, comments on the show, if you liked us, didn't like us, whatever you guys think, please uh, drop us a comment below. If you have any topics you want us to cover as well, we'd love to hear them. Once again, I'm Matthew. I'm Walter. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Stay safe. Stay breezy. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.